Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. I'm Neo. Welcome into the Skeptic Arena. Today is January 10th, 2015. The website is theskepticarena.com. Today, an essay by Gary Cass, entitled, I confess, I'm Islamophobic, but for very good reasons. He begins, My fear is not an irrational fear based on uninformed prejudice. Rather, it's an historic, clear-eyed, informed, rational fear. Gary You are a ghost worshiper. Like all ghost worshippers, you intentionally blindfold yourself to the fear instilled by your horrid religion, Christianity. But when discussing other religions, the blindfold falls off. Now suddenly, you can think rationally. It's a miracle. Gary continues. ISIS is doing to American journalists what every true follower of Muhammad wants to do to you and yours, subjugate or murder you. They believe they have been given a mandate by Allah, or Satan, to dominate the world. Gary, how in the world did you manage to connect Allah and Satan? You are definitely a few brewskis short of a six-pack, dude. Allah and Islam were invented many centuries after the Bible had been completed. The Satan in your Bible and Allah in the Quran are related about as closely as Robin Hood and Howdy Doody. He wrote 14 years of history, both ancient and modern, for example, the one to one and a half million dead Armenians at the hands of Muslim Turks in 1915, tell us that Muslims are deadly serious about their infernal goals. Gary, the same can be said of invading Christian hordes who stole two entire continents from the natives, murdered millions of victims, pushed the few remaining survivors onto desert reservations. Gary, remember what Jesus told you about the moat in your brother's eye? First remove the log from your own. He said, now we get to watch their violent, demonic fanaticism on YouTube videos. Gary, it's too bad we didn't have YouTube back when thousands of innocent women throughout Europe and America were being brutally murdered at the stake by the loving followers of Christ. Hey Gary, find that log yet? He wrote, history shows that when Muslims get the power and means to subjugate and behead Christians, Jews, at all, they do it. Gary, know what else history shows? The greatest enemies that Jews have ever faced weren't Muslims, but Christians. He continues, why? It's really very simple. 
It's what Muhammad did and taught. Gary, if you ever actually opened a Bible and read it, you would find out where the Muslims got all their ideas from. They even borrowed the same cast of characters. Jesus, Abraham, Moses. They're all in there, Gary. But the smartest move that Muslims made was to borrow the Christian concept of hell. Without that, Christianity and Islam would be losing to Scientology. Christians and Muslims have Billy Graham and some Ayatollah. Scientology has Tom Cruise and Johnny Travolta. I rest my case. He wrote, So I have what I believe is a very rational fear for what our children and their children will face. Do you? Gary, I not only understand the danger Islam represents, I also understand something that you refuse to understand, the danger that Christianity represents. He continues, Are there any solutions? Well, Gary, you already mentioned one, rational thinking. Unfortunately for you, though, as a ghost worshiper, rational thinking didn't come with your instruction manual. Gary writes, All the seminars, petitions, books, laws, articles, and other similar actions are worthless. Muslims laugh at us for how stupid we are when it comes to dealing with them. Gary, they weren't laughing after we demolished two of their countries. He wrote, Here's three possible solutions, but really... There's only one. Yeah, Gary, we already know. Your way or the highway. What's funny is, that is the same solution that Muslims offer us. But you are too blind to see the similarity. Here are Gary's three solutions. First, conversion. Wouldn't it be wonderful to see Muslims turn from Satan, or Allah, to Christ? But, I agree with Phil Robertson. This is not biblically doable. Why? God has a plan, and he revealed it at the birth of Ishmael, the father of the Arabs. Gary, your little imaginary fantasy world would be charming, if not for the horrors it brings to those of us living in the real world. Gary continues by quoting the Bible. The angel of the Lord said, Ishmael will be an ass of a man. His hand shall be against every man, and every man's hand against him. The Arab Muslims are God's sworn enemies and are ordained by God to be against everyone. That's not to say there will not be a small percentage of Muslims who will be saved by faith in Christ, but even if they escape with their lives after apostatizing from Islam, their influence will be negligible. History does not record a mighty move of God in saving masses of Muslims. I believe the scriptures militate against mass Muslim conversions. Gary, biblical history also fails to record anything about the Chinese, or Koreans, or Japanese, or Russians, or Pacific Islanders, or people from India, or Eskimos, or Indians from the entire Western Hemisphere. It seems like your invisible ghost knew nothing about anyone who lived outside of an area in the desert that could be covered in one week by a guy on a donkey. Gary's second solution, deport all Muslims now. Deport them like Spain was forced to do when they deported the Muslim Moors. 
Muslims in America are procreating at twice the rate of other groups. Gary, that's one of the main reasons they remain in poverty. He wrote, So either we force them all to get sterilized, or we wait for the army of Islam to arise in our midst and do what Muslims always do, resort to violence. Gary, forced sterilization. Quite the little Nazi, aren't we? That was so Jesus of you. He wrote, Just see what they are doing in France, Britain, and Scandinavia. Fat chance our politicians will do anything until it's too late, unless, of course, we the people demand otherwise. Gary, we the people don't make the decisions for America. That would be we the rich. So you can relax, Gary. The rich will take care of the problem in their own way, no matter what we the people may want. Gary wrote, But history shows America is always late to the fight, or we can do what most Americans are doing, wishfully think we are the exception, and Muslims will all of a sudden change and want to coexist. Well, Gary, after all, wishful thinking is what being a ghost worshiper is all about, isn't it? He wrote, This is irrational and stupid. Gary, but believing that the sun screeched to a sudden stop and then went backwards is not irrational and stupid, is it? Of course not. Not when you believe in an ancient book given to you by a magical, invisible ghost with superpowers. He wrote, Knowing that every radical Muslim in America is conspiring to kill you and yours is terrifying. Gary, as long as they get you first, I'm basically okay with the idea. And now Gary gives us his third solution, and the one he obviously prefers. Violence. The only thing that is biblical, and that 1,400 years of history has shown to work, is overwhelming Christian just war and overwhelming self-defense. Gary, maybe you have read the Bible after all. Violence always has been, still is, and likely always will be the Christian answer to everything. It's also precious how you tried to word it, quote, a just war, end quote, and overwhelming self-defense. You people are absolutely hysterical. What would really be entertaining would be to watch you work on an essay that explains how millions of invading Christians were engaging in a just war and overwhelming self-defense when they poured into the Americas. And there isn't a doubt in my mind that in your mind, you could rationalize it. Gary wrote, Christian generals Charles Martel in 732 and John Sobieski in 1672 defeated Islamic Turks and their attempts to take the West. Gary, you left out all the defeats of armies led by Christians to wipe out Islam, providing even more evidence of the delusional little world that you live in. He wrote, Who will God raise up to save us this time? Will God even intervene or turn us over to the Muslims for turning against him? Gary, you didn't turn against your imaginary friend, so why would he? Billions of Christians haven't turned against him, so why would he? Why wouldn't he just turn the atheists over to the Muslims? See, Gary, 
That's rational thinking for you, which is why I know that you haven't got a clue as to what I just said. He wrote, either way, we must be prepared for the increase of terror at home and abroad. Gary, rational people are already working on those problems. Your assistance is not needed. Your time would be better spent reading your Bible and talking to your imaginary friends. And for Christ's sake, Gary, stay off the damn internet. You are upsetting the sheep. Gary wrote, this is not irrational. But the loving thing we must do for our children and our neighbors, first, trust in God, then obtain guns, learn to shoot, teach your kids the Christian doctrines of just war and self-defense. Gary, the Ten Commandments say, thou shalt not kill, period. There is nothing about just war or self-defense That also goes against the teachings of Jesus Christ, someone you seem to never have heard of. He said to love your enemy, not kill him. Gary, nothing is more humiliating than being quoted scripture by an atheist. He wrote, create small cells of family and friends that you can rely on if something catastrophic happens and civil society suddenly melts down. Gary, the Tea Party already beat you to that one. He wrote, ISIS has done us all a favor. Gary, the only way ISIS could do me a favor is if they arranged it so that the next time I turned on my TV, I saw you kneeling with your hands tied behind your back, while a mass ghost worshiper, not all that much unlike yourself, was giving a short speech as he prepared to separate your body into two pieces at the neck. Gary wrote, the true face of Islam is on full display, even as Muhammad is burning in hell. Ah, yes, Gary, hell, that imaginary place that you use to scare the crap out of little kids and adults who never grew out of being little kids. Every single one of you little freak jobs should be doing prison time for child abuse. He wrote, we will have to face the harsh truth that radical Islam has no place in civilized society. Gary, you got that one right. The logic you can so easily apply to other religions deserts you when trying to apply it to your own. He wrote, militant Muslims cannot live in a society based on Christian ideals of equality and liberty. Gary, what makes you think equality is a Christian ideal? Equality is the exact opposite of Christianity. Where do you think the Muslims got the idea that a woman was only worth half the value of a man? Gary, here's a hint. Read Leviticus 27, verses 3 through 7. And Gary, liberty? Seriously, Gary? You do know about the verses in the Bible that support slavery, right? Liberty and equality are anti-Christian concepts. That is why Emperor Justinian I outlawed Stoicism in the 6th century. You are trying to take the credit away from Stoicism and give it to Christianity. Unfortunately for you, Gary, humans have been pretty good at keeping records, and history proves you are wrong. He wrote, They will always seek to harm us. Gary, that's why those two violent cults are far more alike than they are different.
Gary continues. Now the only question is how many more dead bodies will have to pile up at home and abroad before we crush the vicious seed of Ishmael in Jesus' name. Well, Gary, your all-powerful God has been trying and failing for almost 1,400 years now. So you tell us. He wrote, The good news is Jesus and his indestructible church will prevail, but there will be pain and heartache along the way to victory. Sure, Gary, that's great news. What would be even greater news would be if we could wake up one morning and discover that all you fundamentalist ghost worshipers have been raptured, leaving behind only the rational people. The world still wouldn't be perfect, but it would be a hundred times better than it is now. And Gary concludes by writing, May we be willing to take the lesser pains now so our children won't have to take greater pains later. Gary, the only way future generations will be saved from experiencing the horrors that humanity has gone through is if we are finally able to bring the mental illness of religious belief under control. Damn, evolution sure works slow. And now we move to the science segment. Today's story, the fragile bones of modern humans result from reduced physical activity. The comparatively light bone structure of modern humans compared to early human species and other modern primates may be due to the modern abandonment of the constant physical activity that was inherent in the life of early hunter-gatherers. This knowledge may aid in prevention of osteoporosis and hip fracture in the elderly. The most plausible explanation is that a lack of constant physical activity causes the bone in the head of the femur to become thinner and lighter than that found in more mobile populations, or in modern primates such as chimpanzees, gorillas, and orangutans. The theory that humans and non-human primates have different bone structure because of genetics, with humans evolving to a lighter, more gracile structure, or the theory that the large joint surfaces required for upright, two-legged movement decrease the strain on bone, and therefore the development of strong bones, do not appear to be true. Researchers compared the hip joints in samples from foraging populations, early agriculturalists, and comparably sized non-human primates. The human bones came from two agricultural groups and two foraging groups that once lived in what is now Illinois. The non-human bones came mostly from wild specimens in collections. The researchers used non-invasive microcomputed tomography to scan the hip joint ends of the femurs. In all, the study included 59 adult humans and 229 non-human primates. They compared the trabecular bone among the three groups. That is the honeycomb-like bone that fills joint ends. The researchers found that the agriculturalists had significantly lower bone mass than the foragers. However, the bone characteristics of the more mobile foragers overlapped with those of the non-human primates. The amount of cultivated grains in the diet of the agriculturalists, in this case maize, as well as possible deficiencies in dietary calcium, may also contribute to lower bone mass. It does seem, however, that the biomechanical aspects of foraging play a large part. 
The key appears to be higher physical activity and mobility from a very young age that makes the bones of non-human primates and human foragers stronger. And now we move to the final segment of the show, famous quotes. Today, Hemet Mehta, born 1983. He is 31 years old. He is an author, blogger, and atheist activist. Meta is a regular speaker at atheist events and has sat on the boards of the Secular Student Alliance and the Foundation Beyond Belief. He also runs a blog called The Friendly Atheist. And here's the quote from Hemet Meta. Ah yes, Genesis, that peer-reviewed publication cited by real scientists everywhere. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.